It will haunt you every night. Whatever they are, no one should have to encounter that kind of evil. Except you girls, I think you can handle it. Oh, oh good, thanks. Somebody is trying to unleash the dead on New York City, and we may be the only ones who can save it. Why am I operating the untested nuclear laser? You have the longest arms. Fire! Oh, well, well. These women are just sad. I'm sure she just misspoke. Sad, bored, lonely, sad women. Oh. Hello, I'm here at the receptionist job. Hi. You're hired. <laughs> God, you're all sweaty. There are people out there that need our help. Okay, I got it. We need to form a group and build something to fight these damn ghosts. That's exactly what we already do here. Oh, we're the Ghostbusters! Something big is gonna happen. I think the word we're looking for is apocalypse. I will kick the unliving crap out of you! And you, especially you! We don't want mass hysteria. Get out of the city! Get out of the city! Kevin, can you answer the phone? I can't. It's in the fish tank. The one on the desk. Oh, that one. Uh, what's the place called again? Conductors of the Metaphysical Examination. Got it. Ghostbusters. to throw together a couple of logos uh, for us. <clears throat> oh, you do see how this might make us look bad. Is it the boobs you don't like? Because I can make them bigger. Uh... Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Movie Digest. I am JQ. And I'm Finn. And today it's our Ghostbusters spoiler special. <laughs> So you join us here in Studio 2 again, and we're both sharing a microphone, so if anyone's looking through the window, <laughs> it looks a little bit weird. We're sitting very close to each very other. Very close to each other. Yeah. Even, even closer than normal. Um, so, yes. We I, just... I mean, it wasn't my idea for me to sit in your lap. You said that. but <laughs> I just find it comfortable. <laughs> the warmth of human touch. Um, so we decided to do a Ghostbusters special because we have literally just seen Ghostbusters. We have. And there's a lot of hoo-ha around... The film coming out and start like, oh, it's for women, it's not going to be funny. So, in one word, give me a one word review on Ghostbusters. Good. Good. <laughs> I, I thought it was really good. I was trying to think of something a bit more witty, but yeah, it just really yeah. came out. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, which I was very pleasantly surprised by, just because all of the, the promo stuff. It, it it kind of felt, it didn't really know what it wanted to no. do and it was a bit confused and it's yeah. like is it a remake no it's it's a brand new standalone film well why are you talking about 30 years ago yeah. for scientists saved new york and all this kind of stuff which we've said on the podcast before but it was just it was great yeah and i think maybe because the type of thriller that they have to cut and put out there in the promotional material the script that it actually is doesn't yeah. lend itself to no, that very it doesn't. well i think they must have really struggled making a trailer because the film yeah, the, the humour is in the long, 
Like we were laughing in the first twenty seconds. Literally, the first, the first, first line, the first line of the film. <laughs> I can't is remember what it was. What was it? It's so. Uh, but I was really pleased as well because I'm a massive fan of um, the TV show Silicon Valley. Yeah. And it's one of the guys from that. That's the tour guide. Uh, okay, I knew it must have been someone, but I didn't know who it was. Uh, it, it, obviously, this goes without saying. There are going to be massive spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you haven't seen this, don't listen to yeah. the rest of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, his name is Zach Woods, and he plays a character called Jared. Is one of my favorite characters in, yeah. in Silicon Valley. Folks, if you haven't seen Silicon Valley, watch it because it's absolutely phenomenal. But he plays the tour guide at the start, oh, yeah. and he says something about. Uh, and this is the room that he was in when he decided to enslave elephants or yeah. something. But like we were giggling to us, and it caught me totally off guard because yeah. I was I thought this is just going to be like silly, you know, like yeah. setup play. But straight from the off, I thought that's where the strength of the script was in how subtly funny a lot of the film was. Yeah, because if you look at that written down, it wasn't be funny. No, absolutely it's not. Just the way he did it's it in his delivery. Yeah. Um, and actually. Uh, I, we can go through well do you want to go through the things that we enjoyed about it first and yes. maybe some of the things that we didn't think were yeah. quite so good about it yeah. so what were like the favourite things that you had about it I just thought the script was really funny uh, what was her name Holtz she was brilliant uh, Kate McKinnon yeah for just me the standout yeah. of the whole film <laughs> she hardly said anything no but the, the thing is every time she had a scene or, or a line yeah she was the, the standout thing of whatever yeah. scene that is she was just brilliant yeah. completely magnetic really funny and I think as well because probably because Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy are like the, the two main characters, yeah. you'd say, but they kind of play it as the straighter characters, which means Leslie Jones yeah. and, and Kate McKinnon are, are kind of more free to, you know, the characters to be a little bit more off the wall. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, we'll come, to, come back to this in a little <laughs> minute. Leslie Jones, I thought, sometimes took it a bit too far in the scenes. Yeah, a little bit. But it, but Kate McKinnon's stuff I thought was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Just like her delivery with the lines. and You know the bit where she's like kind of like just toying around with the blowtorches <laughs> yeah. and setting things on fire? And yeah. Um, like, yeah, it just, I, I, she was fantastic. Also as well, while we're talking about the good things about the cast, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he was great. He's <laughs> amazing in it. So funny. Which one makes me look more like a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> me playing a saxophone or me listening to the saxophone? Because when he first walks on, I thought, he hasn't got any glass in his glasses. Or well, maybe it's just fake movie glasses and he scratched his eye. It's brilliant. <laughs> so good. And another thing that I liked about the script is, because I was a little, I know just from a lot of Melissa McCarthy's previous films and especially ones that are uh, collaborations with like Paul Feig, the director of this. Yeah. They tend to be that kind of like modern American type comedy where it's basically very slightly edited improv. Yes. And you just feel like you're doing the same scene over and over and over and Melissa McCarthy give you 30 different lines each time. Yeah. But it felt like they didn't really do that with this, which I, I really enjoyed. Like, it seemed like there was a script and they were sticking to it and the lines and stuff. I just... Yeah. Which meant that there were probably a, quite a few lines that were improv but they yes. felt very much like an off-the-cuff kind of like character in the scene type thing. Yeah. Which I thought was really great. I think as well, like given, given how big the franchise is, they did a really good job with doing a kind of reboot, if that makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't too locked in the past um, or too rigid. I mean, there's a few things they missed out, but we'll come to that in a minute. Okay, it, but I, th- I thought it was it was reverential. Yes. For what's gone before, but very <clears throat> much trying to do its new th- its own thing. Yes. Which I really enjoyed about it as well. It's different because the Star Wars Force Awakened felt like a remake of Star Wars. Yeah. Whereas this is a remake of Ghostbusters, but it didn't feel 
the same as a remake of does that make sense no i know what you mean I, and it's weird as well because there were a lot of ingredients that were the same so they drive yeah. a hearse yeah even the fact that when they're trying to look for a place to yeah. to rent it is the actual ghostbusters <laughs> go to hell <laughs> and the rent is twenty one thousand dollars a month go to hell it just it, it um i thought it was a bit twee that they ended up there at the end of it but i was like it's, it's kind of yeah. nice as well the same way I thought it was just really nice to see all the cameos of the original yeah, that was cast good. in there. Even Egon. Even Egon as yeah. well, yeah, because there's like a bust of Harold yeah. Remus at the back of one of the scenes near the beginning, yeah. which I thought was really nice. And you've even got, I mean, the only person that's not in there is Rick Moranis from the original cast. Oh, well, yeah, that's right, yeah. But Janine's in there, yeah. which what is do you great. Want? <laughs> and then in the kind of like end of the movie, post credits kind of. Yeah. Yeah, stay for the credits. They're not. It's not long until it starts. No, and it, it, it's quite good fun. But Sigourney yeah. Weaver's in there. Yeah. Um, you got Dan Aykroyd playing a cab driver. Yeah. And also, Bill, I mean, Bill Murray's... Oh, he was brilliant. He's great. Also, his death is yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> Just great. Spoilers. But this is a spoiler special. <laughs> um, okay, well, so what were kind of the things that you didn't think were as good? Um, just aesthetics, like the proton packs weren't as good. The sound of them wasn't as good. Yeah. They didn't have okay. the same... Yeah, this is the same impact. Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters was a lot more grounded in reality. Mm. Um, like the way they bought the place was because they they just did a throwaway scene when they walked out of the bank and everyone's got eight mortgages. Just one line explains how they got their money. Yeah. So they seem to be paying for all this without any income. Um, no one gets allowed on train tracks when trains are coming. No. Which is a bit weird. They didn't really explain the bad guy's backstory enough. He just said, I'm a genius, and he made all this stuff. And he was bullied when he was a kid. Like, who wasn't? Come on. Um, The ghosts, I wasn't too keen on how the ghosts looked. I I know, so I still, I think they did, because they obviously tried to do quite a lot of CGI, but they did, to be fair, try and do some stuff, like real stuff. So, like, the gunge is real in quite a few scenes. But I've still got to say, I much preferred the visual effects of the original yeah, one. Yeah, it's because you didn't see them as much. And I, But even like the look of the ghosts, because it's like that, because that looks like a computer yes. graphic. Yeah. Whereas in the original one, it was filmed and it looks like they're in water. And yeah, just, exactly, it it yeah. looks beautiful. Yeah. So I don't, uh, I kind of, I thought that when I saw the trailers and it was I the same in this. it's just a problem well. with CG now. Yeah. It's just too much CG. I mean, it looks good, but it is, you just go, yeah, it's not real. Even though, yeah, it just it yeah. didn't take away too much from it. No, there was still there was still a lot of very good stuff. Yeah, it? I think it di- it did the the film dipped a bit for me in pace when the bad guy killed himself. Yeah, but it dropped off a little and then it ramped back up at the end. Yeah, um, I think the end was a bit too fast cut. I I just think that it's kind of like it's modern filmmaking. Yeah, like there were there were quite a few times because obviously you can't not compare this to the original. No, and. But I think because the original is what, like 30 years old now, yeah. just the pacing of the film. It's just how they physically edited it as well was a yeah. lot harder. Yes. So yeah. scenes would have gone on longer. Um, but I felt that as well. It was a little bit too quick. Although I've got to say the whole end scene, yes. like the, the battle in Times Square yeah. is fantastic. That was good. Um, and like all the, another thing that I loved was it, because you were saying you didn't like the proton packs. I actually really liked all the bits that they were putting together. Oh, all the extra stuff was cool. The sign stuff. Yeah. All the new gadgets are brilliant. They would have killed themselves quite if this oh, was yeah. real. They would have been fried. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, that goes back to, to Kate McKinnon's character as well, yeah. because I just think that her, 
how geeky she is but yeah. like explaining all the little bits about it yeah i i, I just I, I thought that was great it was really really good fun slimer's in it slimer's in it yeah. and his missus and his missus <laughs> that was an unexpected bonus <laughs> driving xa1 around that was cool uh yeah I, really, I was didn't in the trailer didn't wasn't he no i'm thinking about the ghostbusters the game the video game slime is in a, like a, a clear perspex box and oh, stuff. Okay. So I'm getting a bit confused. Um, yeah, it was quite. I'm not sure if it is for kids or not. What Ghostbusters? This one? Yeah, it might be a little bit. But I think the the original was very much that kind of borderline between very dark. Yeah. Like and and definitely you know like kids. Just friendly. that one scene at the start where the librarian goes. Aah! In the original, that scared me for a lot of years. I think the bit, the bit that always scared me as well in the original one is where Dana's possessed in bed. Oh, really? Yeah, oh man, I hated that. Just because her breathing and stuff where she's like, There is no Dana, only soul. <laughs> what a wonderful singing Do you also. want this body? Do you want to be inside this body? It sounds like there's already too many people in there. I, I thought one of the things that kind of annoyed me, and this is go back to what I was saying earlier on about the kind of way the characters are in the scenes and stuff like that. The the things that annoyed me most about the trailer were the things that annoyed me most when they happened in the scenes when they were there. Yeah. By that I mean like some of the lines of dialogue, I was just like, I don't actually know what that means. It's yeah. like you're trying to go high impact, but it's not actually funny and I don't get it. Like when Melissa McCarthy dives off the stage yeah, and then Leslie Jones jumps off the stage as well. Yeah. And then she goes, I don't know if it's a race thing or a woman thing, but I'm mad as hell. Yeah. And I was just like, it just, it wasn't funny. It just didn't kick. And I remember I think thinking that, that in the trailer as well. I think we probably would have found that funny if we hadn't seen it in the trailer. I, I don't know. I just think that would have been funnier if they just cut it when she hit the floor and then just got up again. Like didn't do yeah, that possibly. extra line. Yeah. Um, and I think the, it, the same went for the exorcism scene, but maybe it's the same thing where I saw it in the trailer. You yeah, know, she slaps yeah. her once and yeah. the ghost leaves. And then she's like, the power of pain compels you. Yeah. And then slaps her again. And uh, I don't know. I I'm think it was cut better in the film than it was in the trailer. Yeah. 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 I wish um, Chris Hemworth had picked up a hammer at some point. Oh, that would have been, been cool. So cool. <laughs> I lo- just picked it off of the side of the table and looked at it and put it down or something like that. I love the scene as well where they're at the rock fest thing and it cuts to Ozzy at the <laughs> yeah. end and it's like, shut up, I'm having a little flashback. <laughs> I saw his name on the post and I thought, I wonder if he's going to yeah, be in it. <laughs> it is so good. So good. What else did you not like? You didn't like the theme tune. What? Well, the new theme yeah, tune. New yeah, theme tune. the. Because I'd heard this a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not a massive fan of Fall It Boy and like that whole type of music anyway. Yeah. And that felt, it was definitely like pandering. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, let's just take the original theme tune, but like get some sort of band that like, you know, teenage girls will be into. And then. <laughs> Maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like, oh, you know, the kids love a bit of Fall It Boy. Yeah. Like, let's just get them to do it. And uh, it's just, it's so bad. It's yeah, so it's badly done, and it doesn't suit the tempo or the pace of it as, uh, at all, no. or the, uh, the part of the film that it's used at either. So I'm just laughing at the bit where he goes, "Yeah," and he sawed himself. <laughs> that, I mean, all those little exchanges were so good. Yeah, it, it was just it, it was so well done. I this really is Ed. It. This is Ed's son, Ed. <laughs> he died 15 years ago. Uh, with that actor, Zach Zach Woods is just yeah. brilliant. He's so funny. Very good. Um, what else did I like? I just the little bits that were carrying on through the whole film like the 
bit with the guy that was delivering the Chinese food. Yeah, and the that wontons and the shrimps yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> and also as well, because there's a bit of a theme where she's trying to convince the bad guy not to kill himself. And she's yeah. like, there's so many wonderful things like soup, soup. and... <laughs> Uh, oh, help me out. All I can think of is soup. Salad. No, don't kill yourself. <laughs> I just thought they did such a good job. Yeah. All I wanted was it f- for it not to be terrible. Yeah. And it really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And as soon I just, as that first line and, you, and it was a laugh, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. we're, we're going to be all right. <laughs> Which is, I mean, kind of by and large, Paul Feig, especially when he's writing the film, has got such an amazing sense of humour. His TV show Freaks and Geeks was one of my favourites. And um, it's just, it's so smartly written. And But it it was just, after having seen the trailer and everything, I was just a bit apprehensive because I thought, oh gosh, I hope they haven't made this kind of like weird big studio film where everybody's put their own, you know, spin on it and stuff like that. But they really didn't. And for what what they have made, I think it should be commended. I, I thought it was thoroughly excellent blockbuster fare. Do you want to see a sequel? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What would what would be the premise, I wonder? Maybe one of the old scripts from back, Ghostbusters 3? Potentially. I mean, I'd always be up for a return for Vigo the Carpathian as well. Yeah. Heckle would that be? <laughs> the German band guy from Ghost <laughs> from Die Hard. <laughs> It'd be so good. <laughs> Gortel Hans's brother is dead. How <laughs> <laughs> we managed to get a Die Hard reference into Ghostbusters? We always do. We always do. Or, or it's Die Hard or this isn't the movie Digest. <laughs> movie Die Hard. Um, even the, yeah, the end credit sequence was good. All the cameos were good. Um, Chris Hemsworth was great. Um, probably would have made a massive high body count at the end when he's smashing through the building. Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing I quite liked as well, the way that they kind of like worked in the Ghostbusters logo. Oh, that was inspired, yeah. Uh, but also as well, because it's, it's a tiny nod to when Ray imagines the embodiment of the the harbinger of doom for the uh, new world. Yeah. And he thinks of Stay, Stay Puft Marshmallow yeah. Man. Yeah. Because um, they're kind of just like, oh, when Les- uh, Leslie Jones is like, oh, oh something uh, cute, small and friendly. Yeah. And he's like, oh, something more like this. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like was the it, the cartoon logo. Yeah, which looked just looked odd on screen having a cartoon floating. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Apart from that, that's it. Yeah, it's good. I just thought it was great. The script is excellent. The the comedy is superb. In it. Yeah, there's enough. Oh, that guy doing the bird, flipping the bird. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's one as well that you probably think. Well, that's like classic Paul Feig. Yeah, um, improv stuff, but it. They, they didn't do too much of it so when it does arrive it was so excruciatingly funny yeah. and most of the scenes with Chris Hemworth I reckon were probably improved as well they must have been yeah um, were we the only ones laughing in the cinema no there were because yeah. I mean there were only what like eight people yeah in a massive cinema but there were a couple of people down the front but they yeah. were laughing at bits we weren't laughing at yeah. so <laughs> maybe it was just uh, yeah something different it's just it's it's excellent. I would thoroughly recommend it. And if you'd have any kind of this is coming from two two guys who yeah. were absolute geeks for the first film. Yeah. And we went in not without our reservations and I think it's safe to say it kinda of blew them away. Yeah. I went was... I went in with a open mind. Yeah. I had I hadn't looked at anything on the internet beforehand, but what I'd seen accidentally was positive. Yeah. So it may probably put me in a better mood to see it than yeah. if people had been pouring scorn on it from the start. Yeah. But yes, so all in all, if it's a movie digest, thumbs up. Hooray! Hooray! (laughs) 
Is well, that an official thing now? That's an official thing. You can't see it, but my thumb is up. <laughs> and Finn is still sitting on my lap. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to get off the lap now. Off the lap. Yeah. yeah. Off you go. And talking about off going off, that's the end of this spoiler special. Uh, our recommendation is go and see it. It's very funny. Busting makes me feel good. Who are you going to call? The Movie Digest. Wee. <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.